On today's episode of Brody and the Beard, Kelly Eco and I are going to give out some grades to the Houston Rockets. If the offense is triangular, it's something like a prism. Put you on that lockdown defense like a prison. Hakeem was the dream. The MVPs must be his children. They won 22 games in a row. That's a rhythm. Triple double rust, man. I need you to acknowledge he don't do this for the optics, man. He do this for the Rockets. Opponents want the smoke. They in his pockets. Don't you get them started? He a monster. He a lockness. Ah. And James Harden, that's the beer gang. Every time he dribble, his opponents feeling fear, man. It's Brody and the beard, don't be a victim. The legends in the flesh to the show you are a witness. Seek and you shall find all the answers to your questions. Tune in, he gon' tell the truth just like confessions. Gather round, come and hear the word just like a Christian. I'm urging you to listen, it's the Kelly ecosystem. We're here at part two, folks. Starting with Russell Westbrook. Hope you listened, if you haven't already, to part one. We ran through James Harden, Clint Capella, Eric Gordon. Make sure to check that out. And here we go with part two of Brody and the Beard report card grades. I mean, we're going with the guy, man. Like, he he exploded the last few months. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Kelly, I'm going to run down the stats for you here real oh, quickly. Yeah. This is uh, played 53 games. you got to remember he was sitting, not playing back-to-backs. was on that load management plan there. A little bit. Averaged 36 minutes a night. Shot 47% from the field. 25% from three. uh, Averaged eight rebounds. Seven assists. 4.5 turnovers. 1.7 steals. Averaged 27.5 points a night. Kelly, my man, in Russell Westbrook's first year as Houston Rocket. Oh, why? You you just piggyback off of mine? You just trying to cheat like that? Hey, I'll, 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 no, I'll no, give I mean, you. I, I have, I have my grades on my side, but, but I want to hear yours. I want to hear yours first on this one, because this, this, this is interesting. This is very interesting. Because how much credence do you give? How much credence do you give to some? Like, do you? Does your grade factor into, you know, improvement over the year, or it's just a bam, a one-time thing? So I want, I want to hear yours first. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually giving him an A for a couple of reasons. You know, I think first coming into the situation, we all knew this was going to be a, they got to figure it out. It's going to take time. It's not, it's not necessarily going to be easy right away. It, it was difficult. This was tough for, for Harden. Like this is the first time he's had two non-shooters on the court at the same time with Westbrook and Capella. Westbrook's, you know, was, was kind of slow out of the gate in the sense of kind of figuring things out, but he really started to take off in December and, and then in, into January and really blew up there. And then once they went to the, the all small ball lineup, you know, he really exploded. But the one thing that I really was very impressed with was when that calendar flipped from 2019 to 2020, he really didn't take a lot of threes, you know, and he went from four three-point attempts in October, almost six in November, four and a half in December to – 2.2 in January, two and a half in February, and two and a half in March. So, like the fact that like he kind of recognized, like, yo, I got to start dialing back these these shots here. And this is something people have been asking from Westbrook for so long. Like it was it was impressive, and I got to give him credit for that. That's growth right there, and in, in in the sense of growing up, and and it's hard to do in 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 your ninth tenth year in the league and things like that. So, you know, the fact that they were able to unleash him. You know, averaging 33 points in January and February, like I got it. I just got to give him an A, man. Like for me, that was 
that was a big deal. Then after they went to the whole small ball lineup, he's the reason why they make that work. Um, I actually had an A-minus for him, and kind of similar to what you're saying, the fact that he turned on the Jets. Uh, and that was the real reason why they went small, why they, would they moved Capella, because they wanted to play to his strength, which is he needed the lane, and you need to clear out of the way. So I, I understand why they made the move. I think the fact why I give him an A-minus is because of the shooting. Because obviously at some point, yes, teams are, are going to have a problem trying to stop Russ one-on-one. They're going to try and pack the paint, put centers on him, you know, try and do different things, send additional help. But in the playoffs, there's going to be a team that will game plan for in a way that he won't be able to just go down the lane 80 times a game. You know, There's, there's going to be a time where they're going to make him have to beat them from the outside. And I think he struggled this season from that department. So that's why... You know, I kind of gave him the A minus, but overall, great season for him. Uh, there's a reason why this was the most efficient one he's ever had. Just, be, just give it being in a system where there's so much space, so much shooters, and so much, you know, speed. I think that's kind of what you want to see in a Westbrook-led uh, team, and they kind of got that. You know, I do want to push back a little bit, Kelly, when you talk about like teams putting centers on him. Like they had done that, and it hadn't really worked. Like Utah did that with Rudy Gobert, you know, and 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 and. Let me just be honest. When you hang back on Westbrook, you know he's not going to shoot that shot, and you're okay with that. But you also have to acknowledge the fact that you're giving him a runway, and you're letting this dude, who's explosive as all hell, even you know in his tenth season. No, I didn't say it didn't work. But no, but but well, well, I was just kind of no, no. But I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm just pushing back a little bit in the sense of like, I actually think, and I had been thinking about this during the the isolation, which is also dangerous when I have this much time to think. But I was. Kind of thinking like, man, if I was a team, I don't even know if I'd put my center on Westbrook just because he played such an important role in the offense. You know, I almost would be like, I'd rather have my center on a guy like Tucker, like somebody who's going to be in the corner and just risk, you know, listen, I'm willing to bet Tucker is not going to beat me from three for an entire series. And, and, and this way I can kind of put two guys on Westbrook, right? Like one initial defender and then somebody rotating over. And, you know, we'll, uh, I'll roll the dice and live with, you know, if if the other guys can beat us, you know, and that's kind of would have been my thinking with with how I would have defended Westbrook. I don't know if that's going to I don't know if anybody would have done that. Um, maybe that's crazy on, on, on my end, but I think that would have been something I would have I would have tried. And I think, you know, for the listen, Jokic wouldn't have been able to guard him. Gobert wasn't able to guard him. Like if they had played either of those teams in the first round, I think. I would have been pretty confident picking uh, Houston over them. So that's kind of my my pushback to your your put a center on them. Okay, I wasn't saying put a center. I was li- I was saying what teams have done. I didn't say it worked. I was just listing what teams have done. I know that shit ain't worked. <laughs> they, they tried Jokic. I saw that. Yeah, I wasn't saying it worked. I was just listing what teams have tried to do to stop him. But no, uh, here I, we go I again. Me putting words in your mouth him because. <laughs> Hey, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> this is what you get for taking a shot at me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, we, all right, we're screwing now. We're screwing. We're screwing. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's go to the next guy. And we, I think we could run through pretty much everybody on this list pretty quickly here, Kelly. You taught me that I've been saying this man's name wrong for a little bit. William Howard? Is our next guy on the list who Oward 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 William Oward? And um, just to let you guys know, I did not know he was an NBA player until right now. 
uh, till till today's podcast. <laughs> so I'm just going right away with like this is an incomplete. He played two games, six and a half minutes, no points per game. I'm I'm going just incomplete. Yeah. You got anything to add? You you want to touch on anything about him? Nope. I'm I'm not giving him a grade because he didn't turn it in. He didn't he didn't do any assignments. Got to do your homework, so, man. I'm not giving him a grade. All right, all right. Let's let's fly. Gets no grade from me. So an incomplete. That's what an incomplete is, Kelly. No, incomplete means you've done some stuff, but you haven't done enough. You ain't done nothing. Okay, so you're giving him like a withdrawal? Like, what are we, now we're just changing things. Okay, okay, he has a W on his record now, folks. Sorry. Um, w for William. All right, cool. Uh, we're just going to jump to the next guy, Gary. Oh, my God. Yeah, don't be mad at me, man. This is you. <laughs> Gary Clark. 18 <laughs> games. That was good. That was good. Yeah, I know. I know it was good. Uh, Gary Clark, 18 games, 11.8 minutes, 3.9 points per game, 39% from the field, 35% from three, 2.2 rebounds, and 0.7 assists. Wait, Gary shot 35% from three? Yes. What? On three attempts. Just, just under three attempts a game. So, uh, what's your uh, grade for one, Mr. Gary Clark? Uh, Gary, I, I want to give him. Wow, I didn't know he shot thirty five percent from three. That's that's talk about not doing surprising. your homework. I wanna, Jeez, man. I, I, I still want to give him. I still, I'm still giving him a C plus. Whenever he was on the floor, I, I get that you know he's a, a young player coming up, but I just don't think that he did enough to stay on the floor longer, and that's kind of why they moved away from him. I still think they should. I still think. In the perfect world, he would have been on the roster today because he could have thrived in this small ball lineup, just being able to defend, uh, being a bigger body somewhat, and you know, getting more confidence in his, in his jump shot. I think that was where that was the biggest part of his game that was lacking was the confidence in the jump shot. He didn't shoot enough, so I give him a C plus. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm just gonna give him a C. I don't, I didn't have high expectations for him, and you know. I I don't know if this was the right situation for him, just in a, a a chance to really develop and 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 hone your skills and things like that. So for me, I'm just just gonna go with the C, and just just gonna. Leave. Oh, I must have read the wrong percentage, Kelly. He shot thirty two percent from three. Sorry. Basketball say. Basketball <laughs> Reference has him at thirty five. NBA.com has him at thirty two. So. Uh, Y'all decide which one he shot, how he shot from three. If you really like him, you sh- he shot 35% from three. If you're just <laughs> on him, he shot 32.6%, and that's the end of it. So a uh, little discrepancy in the numbers there. Uh, but, yeah, for me, just to see, just kind of, you know, he, he's a minutes eater. He, 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 he's not going to hurt you. He's not going to help you that much in games. I think he's just there to, to, to eat minutes. Let's move on to our next guy who, pretty important guy. The next, the next couple of guys, I think, matter here a bit. Austin Rivers, my man. What's your grade for one Austin Rivers who averaged? What are the stats? I, yeah, I just said that. he Relax. Sheesh. See what I got to deal with, folks? Uh, he had 23 minutes a, a, a night, played 60 games, shot 42% from the field, 358 from three. He averaged 8.5 points. 2.4 rebounds, 1.6 assists, 
0.7 steals. So, uh, yeah, what's what's your now that you have his numbers, Kelly? Because you're so eager. What what are his uh, what's his grade? I'll give him. I'll give him a C plus. I'll give him a C plus. He was okay. I think Rivers is one of those guys who understands his role. Obviously, it's a, it's a bit diminished because of you know Russ James, uh, Eric when he was on the floor, and just the way they play. He he's more of a spot up guy. Occasionally, they'll allow him to attack off the dribble and, and get to his sweet spot. But I think Rivers is a, is a guy that can give you 20 minutes, solid play. He can score some. He can shoot a little bit. He's tenacious on, on the defensive end of the ball. He's just a nice complimentary guard. So I think C+, plus, uh, given his expectations, is, is a fair grade for him. Yeah, I think I'm just going to go with a C. Like, this is, River, this is Austin Rivers. Like, this is who he is. Like, I don't know if we're going to see any more development in his game, I would say, you know, I like this is, he is what he is. Like this is, this is him. So, um, you know, he, he, he did what he was supposed to do. Didn't exceed in any way, like outside of expectations, didn't drop below expectations. I think he just kind of did what he did. A good guy to throw out there in the playoffs. The one thing I always kind of give him credit for is the dude's a competitor. Like, you know, he competes, he plays his, butt off like he he really tries and 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 wants it so you know uh maybe it's harsh to give him a c but for me it's just kind of this is who he is there's no real improvement one way or the other and that's 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 it for me man let's go to the guy who quite important player they traded for him uh robert covington played only 14 games for the rockets average 32.6 Minutes, 12.8 points, shot 42% from the field, shot 35.7% from three, 7.9 rebounds, 1.3 assists, 1.1 steals, 2.5 blocks a night. I'm just going to, I'm going to go first because I don't want you to try to rain on, steal any of my, my points here, Kelly. Yo, this dude, this dude gets an A plus for me. He, I mean, like the, the. Him and P.J. Tucker is what allowed this team to be able to go play small ball. And he did it on the defensive end. I mean, just the fact that he averaged 2.5 blocks is impressive. That's, for, that's ridiculous. I mean, he's a guy like, you know, when we just kind of look at his, his size and everything like that, like, you know, 2.5 blocks is what I expected from Clint Capella, who's a seven-footer. You know, he's averaging 2.5 as a six-seven wing. Like that was impressive. Yeah, defensive IQ was off the charts. Him and Tucker were kind of a fun tag team in that sense, and they're playing guys that are you know big men. They're they're dealing with with guys that they don't normally. Well, Tucker at this point is you know guards that, but for for Covington, that's a new experience for me for him in that sense, and that's why I think like that's why I'm giving him the the credit of of an A plus for me. Like he came in. And he he crushed it from day one and, and was all over the place for them. So Robert Covington gets an A-plus from me. What do you give him, Kelly? I had an A. I had an A. Um, I think given the situation he was put into, you know, being kind of the Rockets' big-name acquisition apart from, you know, Russell Westbrook, there was a lot of pressure on him to deliver. And he did it quite early. The, the Lakers game, you know, he has that huge comp- – the, the two threes late in the game, the good defense on – Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and he just brought a new dimension to the Rockets team that needed it. 
Um, he allowed you know the coaching staff to to kind of put some more you know oomph in there, the defensive packages and schemes. He he allowed them to transition to small ball easier, along with Tucker, like you said. And he was like a godsend. I think he, without Covington, it's hard to think where they would be. You right couldn't now. do it. You couldn't do I it. I think they might be even. <laughs> I think they might be closer to eighth. Yeah, because they needed it. every ounce of what he brought to the table. He's just been that important of a guy. And I think for them to have gotten it for Clint Capella, you know, an injured Capella at that point was was a steal. It was great business. Uh, I just think that Covington is a guy that's going to be a real important place in the playoffs. And, and, and you'll see, you know, with him being in the limelight for the first time, I think you'll see what his value really is. So, hey. There we go. I mean, he, he was just a, an important guy for them. Uh, the next guy. Tabo Cephalosha, kind of a, you know, listen, he, he he's this, I hope this doesn't get me in trouble because I, I respect him a lot, but he's a little bit of an old head for them. You know, 35 years old. Yeah, he is. Played in 41 games, averaged 10 minutes a night when he did play, only 2.2 points, shot 27.8% from three, 40% from the field. 2.3 rebounds, and that's kind of about it in terms of interesting stats for him. For me, like, he he old. I don't know. I, I, I feel rough grading this way. But uh, I think I'm just going to go C-. minus. Like, I don't think he really added the team, added anything really for the team. Maybe yeah. you could have given more minutes to Gary Clark to see where he was at or or some of the other younger guys. Yeah, I, I- – yeah, I agree with you. I, th- I think he's a stopgap. He was he was a stopgap. You know, he was kind of the thing to, the kind of thing you put in place before you lo- wait for something better. Which was Covington and uh, the other pieces they added around, but yeah, C minus is pretty fair. Yeah, because he's just he's just a bit, he's he's slower than he, than his prime. He doesn't have the legs anymore. Doesn't have the shot anymore. Kind of, and he's just old. <laughs> it's like this. Not- you tell me this though, Kelly, because this is my guess. Yeah. Great locker room guy, though. He's a fantastic locker room. Like him and the combination of him and Tyson. And that's why that grade might be a bit higher because everything is not just on the floor. There's the, there's a big part of being on a team that has to do with, you know, away from the jewelings of a basketball. And I think what what Thabo and Tyson Chandler, after you, after you uh, get to him, those guys bring a, such a level of respect and, and, and dedication to their craft and just wisdom that you just don't, you can't get anywhere else or a lot of places. So I think that's also uh, should factor into their grades. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, that's that's why it's a passing grade. It would have been lower if he wasn't. <laughs> you brought him up already. Let's just dive right into Tyson Chandler. He's the next guy on our random list. Played in just 26 games, two years older than Tabo. Started five games. Played... 8.4 minutes, 1.3 uh, points a night, uh, 2.5 rebounds. What's your grade for, for Tyson? Passing. Oh, you gave him the pass-fail treatment. I I oh, him, yeah. I mean, uh, fair, what fair. No, that's fair. What was that's it, fair. What was it, 38? That's fair. <laughs> I'm putting him in I'm putting him in a, the C-minus. Same, yeah, same I just think class. Tyson was also a st- – yeah, he, he's a stopgap. Like, they, they had to use him when they had to. But in the perfect world, he's going to be on the bench. He's just a 
He's there to be a mentor. He's there to be, you know, a teacher, instructor, an additional, you know, coaching, whatever. But yeah, he I'll give him a pass. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna put him and Cephalosh in the same class, both get a C minus. Let's go to the next guy who, who, you know, again, don't be mad at us. The random list put him here. Don't don't get all angry with us that he was the slate in the in the in the podcast. Uh PJ Tucker played at 64 games. 34.4 minutes a night, 7.1 assist, 37% from three, 43% from the field, average 6.9 rebounds, 1.6 assists, 1.1 steal, often guarded the toughest assignment in terms of big men and dealt with shoulder injuries and things like that. Kelly, what's your grade for uh, Tuck Wagon? A minus. A minus. Tucker, PJ had the kind of year at age 34 where as a as a coach or or front office, you have to just look at it and marvel. Just given what he's asked to do, like the unselfish player that he is, you know, guarding the toughest assignment. You said allowing them to play small. You know, just understanding his role, spotting up in a corner. You know, just being a great team guy, a good passer. He's he's a glue guy, and you need those on your team. Obviously, you. His shooting kind of tipped off. It it, it it tailed off a bit from the beginning of the year. Uh, I think it was at 35 right now, 36? Yeah. but 37 for the season. Yeah, so but, um, we'll see what he did for the rest of oh, for the season. Okay, for the season. But Tucker is a guy who I think every team needs a guy like that who can do all the dirty work that doesn't show up on the box score, blah, blah, blah. You, you, you've heard that phrase over and over again. But he's a guy that you need. And I Age thirty four and on his contract eight million a year, you're not getting that anywhere else. So I give him an A. Yeah, I'm I'm giving him an A. I think again, him and and Covington, you're not able to go small ball without them. The uh, the shooting was a bit problematic and 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 up and down. You know, one month averaging forty one percent from three, the next month thirty. You know, like those are drastic drop offs in that regard. But I think a lot of that had to do with injuries and things like that. For me, I think, you know, but what he brings on the defensive end is so important. And he's just a blue collar guy that this team needed, you know, and he wasn't going to complain. But he's also, you know, the type of guy that can talk to anybody on the team, tell anybody on the team to shut up, you know, and and, 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 and really kind of step up there a bit. Like, I think that was the most important role for him. And if they're going to stay with this small ball stuff, which they were going to go do with the rest of the season, he becomes one of the most pivotal guys, and you know that's why he's an A for me. Let's move quickly on these next three guys, Kelly, and 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 then wrap this thing up. I'm not done yet. They have a, a big roster, man. I told you, you guys wanted to do everybody. <laughs> you guys wanted to do everybody. I was saying we could maybe cut a few out, but whatever. Um, this guy, though, I think we 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 should we definitely had to talk about Ben McLemore. Uh, you know, who you wrote a Oh, snap, I forgot Ben McLemore. Look at you already kind of forgetting people. And you wrote a great piece about him back in December, you know, uh, uh, about him and, and and finding his way. Uh, just run through his numbers, played 63 games, started 19, averaged 22.8 minutes, 9.8 points, shot 39.5% from three, 44.5 from the field, averaged 2.2 rebounds, 0.9 assists. The, nothing else really matters after that. Kelly, what's your grade for your boy Ben McLemore? I'll give him a B. A B. 
Ben is a shooter, but he's also, you know, an athletic wing. I think what's good about Ben is that he was able to get kind of a resurgence, you know, to his career. There was kind of questions for a while, but he, he, he was able to come in a system that gave him the green light, that gave him, you know, opportune chances to, to excel. And I think he took that opportunity with both hands and he ran with it. So I don't think you can ask for anything more from a shooter, a sniper. So I think B is, is, is pretty good. Yeah, so I'm going to go with actually a B plus. And the big reason why is his shooting percentage from three trended up almost the whole way up until March where it dipped a little bit. But just, you know, October and November in the low 30s, December, almost 40 percent, January, 45 percent, February, 47 percent, March, 38.5. Like those are great numbers. Those are the numbers that the Rockets need from guys like him from house. From from you know rivers and 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 all those guys need to hit those sh- shots at that percentage to continue to open the floor for for Russ and James and I think that's kind of like he was on that pace and you know you said it too you know he really kind of revitalized his career um, after being in bad situation after bad situation so it was really cool to see him kind of thrive in that situation so for me he gets a B plus just because he was continuing to. To shoot well, I think, you know, he's a guy, if I'm the Rockets, I, I, I want to keep around for a while and see if we can't develop him into to being more of a, a deadly shooter and, and, and use his athleticism a little bit more. I'd like to see him cut a bit more and, 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 and get opportunities of, of, of cut into the rim and getting a dunk here and there because, you know, he's got some ups on him. And, and that's something where we, we probably don't see as much as we could with him. Let's fly through these next two guys. Real, oh, do you have more? Sorry. No. That was good. You know, no, no, it sounds like you have more, Kelly. Don't let me stop you now. Everybody gets mad at me because I they say I talk over you. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. That was good. It's apt, apt uh, analysis. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's go to Damari Carroll. I'm just telling you right now, I don't have much for him. Uh, played in just 16 games, 16 minutes, scored 6.7 a night, shot 28.6%, 48% from the field, uh, 2.7%. Rebounds, like for me, Damari Carroll, just a guy that's uh, yeah, a, a minutes eater, not anybody that's really uh, going to do anything. But, you know, he, he shot it pretty well. Or excuse me, he didn't shoot it well. I'm going fail. I'm going fail as well. I, I, I just don't think he – I think if you look at him and Jeff Green, I think you would think that DeMar was on the 10-day and not Jeff Green. That's how I saw it. I don't think DeMar was that good for them. So yeah, I gave him a fail. Yeah, all right. He wasn't going to play in the yeah, games. He, that he, yeah, he was. He was just a minutes eater in the in the in the regular season. He wasn't going to be in the playoffs. If he's playing in the playoffs, it's a lot of problems. Let's go now. To our last guy. We made it, folks. To so any of you who stuck with us, thank you. Uh, we got to Michael Frazier. Played eight games, Kelly. I'm just telling you right now. I'm giving him an incomplete. Yeah, I could do that. And just so you guys are wondering, he that's fatigue hitting the podcast right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got tired. That was 20 oh people on the list. We, we, we ran through everybody. Um, I'm sure you will let us know on Twitter how you feel about our, our grades. Anything surprise you, Kelly, about my grades? Mm, the comments in A+. Plus, that was, was kind of surprising. Uh-huh. A plus means perfect. I, I think he was perfect for them. Everything else is pretty good, yeah. Pretty solid. Down down the line. Pretty pretty good. There we go. 
nothing really surprised me about your grades. <laughs> I'm a good part of it is because I also forgot some of them. So <laughs> it's just <laughs> oh, oh my god. We've been going a long time, Kelly. Listen, folks, be sure to rate us, review, like us on iTunes, wherever else you go to listen to your podcast. Check out the 90-day free trial on the athletic. Be safe, stay safe, wash your hands, stay inside. Kelly. Be good and behave yourself. So for Kelly Eco, for Sasha Shaw, for Mo Dekeel, we out. <laughs>